The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Welcome to Pilgrimage of the Heart Interviews. Join us as we explore fascinating people and ideas in the world of yoga. Hello, everybody. This is Sue Jantra, and today our guest is Don Monkey. Yang. <laughs> and so we'd like to welcome Dawn, who is a uh, registered nurse, and that's her full-time job. And when she's not being a nurse and helping people in that way, she's taken on the role of yoga teacher, teaching both um, on land and on the stand-up paddleboard. So welcome to our program, Dawn. Thank you. Very nice to have you. How, did, how, how long were you a nurse before you, decide, before you got into yoga? and teaching yoga? Um, I um, had been a nurse for double-digit years. Uh-huh. <laughs> double-digit. Over, over 20 years. Um, I started out as a critical care nurse um, in the hospital, and I did a lot of traveling nurses and lived abroad in, um, in many parts of the United States. Um, but, yeah, I definitely have a love for helping, helping people and um, love the critical side of nursing and, you know, being able to think in a split mo- moment and execute an intervention and then see people get on their merry way, um, feeling a lot better. So, um, yeah. And then, and then from, um, from being a nurse, how did you segue into teaching yoga and learning yoga? Um, I've always had a fit active lifestyle, um, prominently into spinning, um, and running and swimming, um, and about seven or eight years ago, um, I met my husband who actually was um, doing yoga and I wanted to actually improve my overall flexibility. So I started with my first yoga class then and ever since that time, um, developed a home practice um, that I'm very vigilant with and I take with me when I travel or I do at home or in the gym. And um, a couple years ago, um, decided to do teacher training really more for my own home practice, but then the love of actually teaching and sharing what I love to do, um, I, I ended up squeezing it into um, my busy day, and I've loved it ever since. And you, you live up in Pasadena, California. I do, I do, in Pasadena, California, out near the Rose Bowl. So. And, and where do you, um, where do you I, teach there? Which studio are you at? Um, I actually teach in a great little um, wellness center called um, The Spring. It's in uh, downtown LA off in the tail. Um, if you've never been, just a little plug for them. They have a um, beautiful facility that has wellness opportunities, um, awesome yoga teachers that really teach very mindful sequencing, um, safe alignment, and really are just amazing, amazing teachers that teach from the heart. Um, and they have awesome food. Um, there too, so um, I'd love to see you guys there. Um, and that's on land. And then over the weekend, um, I also teach on um, a paddleboard um, with Paddleboard Bliss um, out in Newport Beach. 
and um, Laguna, um, and most of those weekends fall on a Saturday. So um, you have your choice on land or sea. <laughs> land or sea, and with the teaching of the yoga, you you teach in the studio, but then you're also able to share yoga through um, the social media. And do you want do you want to tell us how you share that and um, what people can learn from you on through the yeah. social media? Yeah, I actually love, um, you know, the platform of social media. I mean, it's been crazy over the last five years since I've been on it, um, how people can be inspired by seeing just a regular person, um, you know, and I consider myself, even though I have a fitness background um, and have been fit most of my life, yoga and flexibility and all of that was just completely new. So I'm um, saying that I started my yoga practice in my mid to late 30s and now 46. Um, I hope to inspire people of any age and any flexibility and of any origin um, to be able to um, follow their breath and to be able to move. So um, social media, Instagram, um, Facebook, um, just meeting face-to-face, I mean, um, it's just been a wonderful opportunity that really um, just incredibly has connected me with so many people around the world uh, and has offered me opportunities to lead yoga retreats out of the country um, and really just connect with real people. Um, so when I travel, um, it's been an amazing opportunity to be able to actually connect with some of these people over social media. Um, it sounds crazy, but then to meet them face-to-face and go to their classes or you know, teach at their studio um, has just been absolutely incredible. And can, um, can you tell us your Instagram um, handle and also your Facebook? Yeah, um, it's Monkey Mix. Mo- um, monkey Mix? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. My husband gave me the nickname Monkey many years ago um, and just kind of like, a monkey that likes to do one thing and jump to another thing and just kind of pop around and travel and be very curious. Um, and then on Facebook, um, Don Soar, I actually recently got married, so Yang has turned into more. Um, I've married an Irish man, so Don Soar more or um, Yoga with Monkey, um, which is a Facebook page as well. Okay, so on the on the Facebook for the name more, is it M O O R E? Okay, so so one more time, tell us your Facebook is Dawn D A W N. Right. My middle name is Sora S O R A, and my last name now newly um, married is Moore M O O R E. Okay, great. And then for the uh, to view some of your incredible photos, inspiring photos on Instagram, that one is Monkey Mix. Yeah, M O N K E Y M I X. Perfect. Monkey perfect. was already taken, so we just added a little mix. Mix it up with the monkey. And how 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 <laughs> did how did you get so many Instagram followers? You have thousands and thousands. Uh, you know, it's so crazy. Um, I'm just honored for the following. I'm not really sure um, why people follow, but I, I I think that it's because they see an average person. Um, showing um, their journey. Um, and if you look at my page, um, it's had many evolutions between, you know, photography and beautiful pictures and um, really just more recently to do more, to do more video. Um, I just feel that's just such an authentic way to be able to share realistically 
what you're working on. Um, it's allowed me to connect with some amazing teachers around the world who have seen my videos and are like, you know, Dawn, just stick Lotus and handstand. You've got to press through your fingertips more. I can see on the video and you're not doing that. Um, and so from a student and from a teacher perspective, it's such a great way to be able to share. And um, I am one of those people that I really don't focus on the following part of it. I'm super honored and humbled, um, but I would definitely still be doing the same thing even if I had one dedicated follower. Um, and I think that um, sometimes, you know, we get a little carried away thinking about the following, um, but I am just honored and blessed that, you know, the people that have followed me have followed me seriously um, from when I first started with my very post where there really wasn't a whole lot to 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 be inspired about other than me showing up on my mat and trying. So it's been a beautiful experience to be able to, um, you know, share the journey and to show people, you know, hey, I, I'm not where I was without a lot of work, a lot of practice, and a lot of support. And and for to get to the level of proficiency that one can see when we're uh, flipping through, for example, your Instagram pictures, how, how much how much practice do you do each day for um, your asana practice? So um, I will say that I have a very dedicated practice. I'm very disciplined with my practice. Um, I have a very um, high-stress, um, fast-paced position that requires me to travel and be on planes and out of the country, et cetera. So um, I really started carrying my mat everywhere. So when I travel, no excuses. I get on my mat. If it's in the airport and I get a few um, stretches in, I do that. Um, I have to admit, over the last couple of years, as my schedule got schedule got a little busy, you know, um, my love of doing yoga, you know, one to two hours a day, sometimes, you know, came down to 15 minutes, and I had to learn to let go. I had to learn to say, you know what, I'm going to be grateful for at least 20 minutes of stretching. Um, but every day, um, I do find some moment, and I do not offer any excuses because, the best way you can serve other people and to help other people is to serve yourself first. So you have to be mindful of taking care of yourself, being in a full mind, body, full, you know, um, spirit to be able to, to fully share it. So I would say minimum, you know, sometimes it's five minutes, you know, um, but other times it can be, you know, two or two and a half hours. Um, and that's mixed in between, you know, teaching or home practice, um, or actually me going to a studio. And and in your in your journey of yoga, with the with the knowledge that you have as a, as a nurse and seeing people in life and death situations and every all the stress people deal with, what role do you see emerging? Do, do you see like a? There's so many here in San Diego. We have a teacher training program, and there's so many teachers graduating from teacher training programs around the world. Mm -hmm. And if someone wanted to make their living as a yoga teacher, can you give some insight into like in the world of medicine where you see yoga um, a benefit or, um, you know, that you could absolutely. see it playing a role? No, absolutely. I think healthcare and yoga go hand in hand. I mean, obviously with a nursing um, background, I had my master's in nursing as well. Um, you know, it's very medical-oriented, Western medicine-oriented, but I do believe that there's a space, a large space, actually, for wellness and prevention and stress management that you can get from yoga. Um, yoga is one of those things where over a period of time or in the journey, you realize that with some practice, 
to come to that calm meditative state um, to be able to be at a lower stress level is something everyone needs. Um, and so instead of running to the hypertensive medications and whatnot, and mind you, in some cases, whether it's, whether it's hereditary or whatnot, those medications might be necessary. But in most cases, um, I see the first opportunity of trying yoga um, and to be able to settle the body to release some of the muscle tension and then to see incredibly physical symptoms like a blood pressure come way down. Um, so it definitely, I think, goes hand in hand with healthcare. And I think with um, you know the current situation of healthcare um, in our world, it's amazing to see stories where yoga now is touching kids um, or if they need to be disciplined instead of like, you know, um, I don't want to share my age, but, you know, putting them in a corner or something crazy like that, they're, they're putting them in this meditation, you know, kind of yoga thing. And so it's amazing to see schools like gradually starting to understand and healthcare gradually understanding how important things like yoga, you know, Qigong, any of those types of things can be fused in beautifully with um, Western medicine. And and at your are you at a big hospital? Is that where where you work? No, um, I did the hospital thing. I did the traveling nursing. I actually do consulting. Um, so I got my um, my master's of science in nursing, more focused on the business administration side. So oh. um, I deal with um, doctors and nurses and employers, and I actually help create wellness programs for them. Um, oh. I have a huge large client. Um, several that are across the board, um, a huge coffee company that is one of my clients um, that, you know, I consult with to, um, you know, help them provide um, proactive wellness type of things that are incorporated into like short-term, long-term disability and also workers' compensation. So um, it's a fun way to be able to be creative. Um, it's a fun way to be able to, you know, continue to use my nursing skills and it's a fun way also to be able to kind of lead or have a, a leadership role um, in my in my job as well. Right, because you're in there creating. You're actually creating the wellness programs uh, for companies, yeah. and and so yoga teachers. It would seem in some wellness programs, uh, yoga teachers could have an important role. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, you know. Just a simple example, when I start my meeting um, in the corporate world, I actually started with breath work <laughs> with my uh -huh, employees. Uh -huh. They're so used to me using in pranayama and various yoga type of things, or when I see unsettledness in my um, staff and, and managers and directors, and, and I, I am in this position of having to move through a difficult change, you know, there is a lot of setting the intention and mantras, and so... You know, at first I, I was a little hesitant with trying to fuse, I'll be honest, with my yoga teaching and my corporate job and a lot of people I think out there that are trying to eventually move into a full-time yoga position have some sort of job that they're doing, whether that be, you know, waiting tables or a corporate job or whatever. Um, but there really is an ability if someone is willing to risk you know, the, the opportunity to fuse and bring those worlds closer together. And so I'm very grateful for where I work. I'm grateful for, um, you know, my staff that, that report to me. Um, and 
it's incredible what we've been able to accomplish by simple things like setting an intention, you know, speaking with kindness, those things. It seems pretty simple um, that in most times those worlds don't collide. And so I'm super fortunate that, um, you know, I kind of live in that utopia of being able to be in a corporate position, but to be able to do things with loving kindness and, and setting intentions and whatnot. Uh, yes, I'm always amazed in my own um, journeys and meeting people and traveling how almost everybody has some connection to yoga. It might not be that they're personally doing yoga, but their partner does yoga or their son or daughter just started doing mm -hmm. yoga. And so people are so interested in yoga. I think there's so much opportunity for, for teachers if they can, like you're saying, have the courage to get out there and put themselves out there. Absolutely. I mean, I think that one of the things that's been awesome with social media is, you know, I'm a very, I'm very much of an extrovert, but I have that introvert side of me as well. Um, and when I traveled, if I knew that I had a layover an hour and a half, um, instead of just sitting there in my seat, I now, I don't care. I move. I use the chairs as props. You know, I could have my mat. I lay it out and go in a corner. Um, and if, if you can be visible, and it's not, there's a difference, I think, with being authentic, with really practicing, or um, I hate to say this, but like trying to show off or something right, in right. an asana, but you will get people that actually are intrigued, like, what is she doing? You know, boy, that feels good. And I can't count how many times on my fingers I've been approached by people saying, you know what, I have this back pain, what kind of stretch do you think would be great? Um, and, you know, as a nurse and as a yoga teacher, that's a dream to be able to touch people you don't even know, to be approachable, to have people come up to you and say, you know what, can you help me? And I, I truly believe that um, if we smaller the mindset of kind of touching one person at a time um, and we have that intention every day, the number of people that we can touch in a lifetime, um, that learn to breathe and be more calm have more patience um, it's going to be magic you know the world is just, it would be such a more magical place um, so I'm going to do my little part right <laughs> it's a big part in the, yeah in the airport or even on an airplane I just recently led a retreat in the Philippines and it was a long trip out there and I was doing some figure four poses in my chair and some twisting and whatnot and I had my robe and the row across from me doing it on the <laughs> Like, I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah, that's you know? great. And I, I just think that if you share it in a very accessible way um, and encourage people to say, hey, it isn't about the handstand, even though I, I love handstand. It's, it isn't all about that. It is about growing your practice from where you are today. And today, it might mean finding your breath. Tomorrow, it might mean downward dog. The next day, it might mean something else. So it's really, it's, a, it's allowing people to understand that yoga is accessible to everyone. It is not about, you know, these challenging asanas. You know, that's a venue to get to a different level, but it doesn't start from there. For yoga, there's so many entry points, your breath, your body, your emotions. Yes. And when you, as you've learned about yoga and practiced yoga and taught yoga, where in the world of yogic literature, or yogic writings, et cetera, do you go for 
that deeper inspiration that, that fuels a yoga practice? You know, I think that whenever you're a yoga teacher, um, you always have to be a yoga student first. So I believe to be a yoga teacher, you have to be a good student. You have to be more of a student to be a teacher. So there's ongoing, you know, workshops. There's ongoing outreaches to teachers that you resonate with. There's ongoing literature and access and books and reviewing of books. And even though I'm a nurse, reviewing anatomy. There has to be an ongoing education. And when you love and have passion for something that you do, that homework part of it is super easy. Uh, so I subscribe to several magazines. Um, I definitely, you know, twice a month, um, there's a teacher that's out in Encino that has my heart and my soul, and I am absolutely mesmerized by the way that she teaches and the community that she builds. Um, Ella out in Encino, um, Forks Fold, if I could put a plug in for her. She's just amazing. And um, I really try to create, you know, spaces um, in my month for that learning. Um, and I really ensure that, you know, outside of just a home practice, which is my favorite because I move at my own breath and my own speed, um, you know, that I'm also in the studio helping, you know, studios create community and being a student and learning, um, you know, everything that I can. And and when you're doing yoga on, like you mentioned, your home practice for a half hour, mm -hmm. or two hours, or however long you do it, is it all self-guided or do you also use um, uh, videos or online uh, studios to help you in your practice? Most of the time, I would say 95% of the time, I usually set an intention with what I want to really focus on. So like in a sequence or peak pose. So if I want to work back bend, um, I'll do a couple of the impostures, three A's and B's, and then I'll move right into that. And if there's a particular asana that I'm working on, like handstands or, you know, anything out with the hips or, you know, whatever it may be, I'll focus my sequencing on that. A lot of times my sequencing or my home practice is kind of a test trial also of the classes that I'm going to guide students through. I, even though I've been teaching for several years, love to steal what I'm expecting students to do. Mm. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, and I know it's challenging for full-time uh, full teachers where you're teaching so much um, and um, it isn't always, you know, available to be able to, like, do your own sequence. Um, because there's a couple of times where I'm like, you know what, um, that did not feel as good. Maybe come to the lower knee and then come to the lift knee to feel better. So um, a lot of my a lot of the times it's that. I also um, love Yoga Glow. Um, Amy Apoli is one of my other teachers that I absolutely love. Um, she's out in Colorado, um, so it's a little bit harder to access. But when she has workshops and intensives and stuff like that, I definitely travel. But um, a couple of years ago, you can see my baby practice on Yoga Glow where she asked me to be a model student. And I was working on my very first couple of handstands and just sweating it out on Yoga Glow. <laughs> and, you know, my ego was a little stomped because I was just like, are you serious, Don? You know, doing this on Yoga Glow where everyone can see. And, and really, when I stepped back, I'm so proud of myself that um, I was able to share you know, with the world, basically, of anyone who follows on Yoga Flow, that I'm human, too, and I had a start, and, um, you know, I had the courage to be able to kind of put that start out there, and to see the difference of that versus where I am now, 
you know, I'm very grateful now to see the struggle of a video. So if you want a cute little giggle <laughs> in comparison to where I am, you can check me and Amy out on a little Yoda Glow um, class that I filmed online with her a couple years ago. Great. Do you, do you happen to remember the name of the class? Oh, my gosh. She called it Playtime. Originally, it was supposed to be some yin class. And then she ended up going through my Instagram and saying, hey, let's work on transitions. And so the class was about transitions, like moving you know, from flying lizard back to chaturanga or you know, various asanas linked together. Um, so I think it was called Transition Flow or something like that. Okay, good, good. Um, <laughs> Well, Don, it's been it's been really nice talking to you, and I really appreciate how you're inspiring so many people and and making yoga so accessible to so many people. Oh, what an honor to be able to um, have this beautiful form, and I really appreciate the opportunity to share. Thank you. Thanks, Don. And once again, um, just to repeat, your Instagram uh, handle is Monkey Mix M I X, and your Facebook is. Don Sora Moore, and yes. that and that's how, um, and that's how people can get in touch with you. Well, th well, thank you very much for joining us, Don. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.